Are you finding that leading during challenging times is a little bit different than leading during calm or certain times? I know I certainly am. I've discovered that there's one question that you can ask that will really help you take the best care of your team and get the most out of your team. Stay tuned. Hi, Shannon Waller here and welcome to the Team Success Podcast. I got asked a really interesting question when I was being interviewed recently that I wanted to share my answer with you. And the question was, what is something that you've learned recently about leadership? This has been rattling around in my brain for a couple of weeks, and I wanted to, first of all, share it with you and then get your take on it. So one of the things that I've learned about leadership is that when you're engaging with your team, especially when there's a big event happening, a crisis, something new could be really good. It could also be something not so good. Or when there's simply been a big change, like there has been recently with the pandemic and a lot of people, especially if they're not deemed essential working from home, you know, what's important to do then? Well, one of the things that I learned, and this is not something I think I would have learned in regular times, is that it is incredibly important to check in with how people are doing before you expect them to engage in productive work where you're actually doing problem solving or project management or getting stuff done. So in fact, the most important question you can ask people is, how are you? How are you doing? Before we jump in, let me just check in. How are things? Because if we walk over that, we actually are at risk for someone being super stressed for that emotion coming out later in the meeting. It is so helpful to everyone just to be heard for who they are as a human being. And I have to say, I've been talking to a lot of teams, a lot of entrepreneurs, and the ones, the teams that are actually doing the best are where they've really made a point of having that personal connection first before they attempt to go and get work done. Now, for some of you, you're like, okay, Shan, you're a little late to this party (laughs) because I'm a doer. I like getting stuff done. You know, I pretty much, when things are fine, our team comes in, at our beginning of our meetings, we always do a positive focus, and then we just go. We just figure out whatever we have to figure out. We make plans, we solve problems, we do whatever. But, you know, when things are disrupted or different, it actually is important to pause and not just ask what's working, but actually just ask a general question, how are you? How are you doing? So that's been actually what I've learned most recently. And that as a leader, we can create space for people to be, to express themselves, to let someone else know how they're doing as a person before they show up as a worker, you know, as a contributor to the team. It's kind of fascinating. I know there's certainly times where I wish I'd done that a lot more. The times I did do it, it worked brilliantly. And I just had a chance to connect with my brilliant team leader group, one of them, I have two, and we actually spent the first, both of my groups actually, Toronto and Chicago groups, although that distinction is slightly irrelevant when we're doing it on Zoom, is, you know, we start off with, how are you? Normally, I would have started off with a positive focus or something else. So everyone went around and said what their reality was, and it was amazing. It took some time, but that time was so worthwhile because everyone got to be heard. It's a very warm, supportive, caring group. Some people were up, some people were not, some people were in the middle, some people were super busy and overwhelmed. Almost everyone was tired. (laughs) That was interesting. And you'd think that that might have been too time consuming, but in fact, it set the stage for the rest of the day to be incredibly productive and for people to, because they had put that out there, they got to take in new information And then they actually were able to accelerate their thinking and their progress for the next 90 days. 
So that lesson has been coming home to me in whole new ways that it hasn't before. You know, as a leader, our job is to help make stuff happen and get stuff done. But we're dealing with people and people are people first before they show up at our door, quote unquote, or a Zoom meeting. And so if we just really take people into account and recognize that people handle circumstances differently. One of our really great clients made a point about her family that things were kind of not going well the first couple of weeks of the shutdown. And they realized that each of them was handling the circumstances differently. And she has some older children. They actually talked about how they handle this kind of stress. And one person retreated into themselves. The other one would tend to have more angry emotions. And they talked through how each one of them were responding. And because they were able to share that, then they started to get along a lot better and figure out how they were going to you know, proceed calmly and in a caring way with one another rather than just kind of getting frustrated with one another. And I think, you know, what she shared in terms of her family is also really true in terms of our companies and in terms of our teams. People respond to situations differently. Dan Sullivan made a great comment the other day. He said, I think the biggest difference between people or sometimes even inequality is in terms of their nervous systems. I thought, ooh, can't wait to interview you, Dan, about that. It's true. Our nervous systems are wired very, very differently. So if we actually take that into account, because I tend to think if I'm not upset, then other people probably aren't either. Turns out that's a very incorrect assumption. Now, having said that, if I'm upset, I want people to know, I want them to take care of me before they expect something else from me. My eyes have been opened (laughs) about that particular distinction. So again, as leaders, our role is to create the environment for people to show up and be their best selves and their best contributing, creative, productive selves. And one of the best ways we can do that is to simply ask the question, how are you doing? Who thought it would be that simple? Now, if you want a little bit of an intellectual framework around this, it comes from Colby. And everyone knows I'm a huge fan of Colby. Colby has something called the Colby Creative Process. And what's interesting about the Colby creative process is it integrates the three parts of the mind. The three parts of the mind are the affect, your feelings, your motivation. It also involves your cognitive, which is your brain, your reasoning. And especially in the creative process, this is where you're deciding, is this a good idea or not (laughs) to do? So that's where your reason comes in, your history, your skills, your capabilities, your brain power. But then there's your cognitive, which is your striving, your will. How are you going to take action? How are you going to problem solve? But guess what? The entire creative process starts with motivation, with your affect. So it starts with, do you want to? How do you feel about this? And as I was thinking about this conversation with you today, it's like, okay, you know, asking people how they're doing is actually tapping into the beginning, you know, especially if you want them to be creative, tapping into the creative process and just identifying where are you at emotionally, you know, in terms of what you want to have happen, what's not happening the way that you wanted. And then once we do that, then people's cognitive and cognitive abilities can really come into play, but they can't do it if we're all being hijacked by how we're feeling. So really just giving a little bit of space to that has been one of my biggest leadership lessons. And that happens, by the way, at the leadership level amongst, you know, yourselves. So the leaders, we need to do that for one another could also do a better job of that. And then we also need to do that with our teams. So it's a very interesting lesson. It was not the lesson I expected to come out (laughs) of this particular situation because leading during challenging times is a little bit different than leading during abundant or, you know, calm times. 
But this is one of the big insights that I've had. And again, I might be late to this party. You might be like, of course, this makes sense. That's how I always start everything. Good. Please give the rest of us some direction. You know, remind people that this is important. Some people have more relationship strengths. Some people have more of a way of operating that is tuned into this. Please share your wisdom. We need it. Not to only ever talk about that, but to really acknowledge the fact that, you know, how people are feeling, you know, motivated or not, has a massive impact on the rest of our productivity, you know, in terms of our cognitive or our cognitive contributions to a project or to an endeavor. And that's what work is, you know, kind of big projects, a big endeavor that we're up to in our goals. So that's what I wanted to share with you today is really, again, the action to take, how you can put this into play is to simply ask people at the beginning of a meeting, especially after there's been some kind of a disruption, is how are you doing? And just stop and listen rather than trying to charge through. And don't be looking at your watch as you're looking at people, you know, or listening to people. Don't just go, okay, we need 10 minutes for this and then we're moving on. Mm -mm. People need to genuinely feel heard so that they can move on. That's the point. This isn't about you. This is about them so they can get rid of that type of energy and move into a different type of mental energy. So I hope you have had a very similar experience. I hope this makes sense to you. Please let me know at questions at strategiccoach.com. I'd love to hear your comments, whether or not your experience is similar or you know, if your experience is different, also love to hear that. Again, always love to hear comments at questions at strategiccoach.com. Thank you very much for your time today. And as always, here's to your team success. Mm-hmm.